News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hespin. This is On the Mark, brought to you by the great people over at Cunis Country and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Go go visit them this weekend, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Uh, or just CunisQuincy.com. Tell them that Mark sent you. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. It's a great way to reach out to me, contact me, let me know uh, your thoughts and what we're talking about uh, during the show today. Uh, and follow On The Mark on Facebook to stay up to date with uh, what we're going to be talking about, post stories throughout the week. Like, hey, ooh. And obviously, we kind of know where we're at with what we're talking about to kick off the show this week. This is episode 45 of On the Mark, and uh, there are massive news uh, breaking in the NFL world with Patrick Mahomes. We're going to touch on that. Also coming up in the show, we're going to be talking about the Big Ten to Pac-12, uh, the ramifications that shockwaves through the college football season, if there will even be a college football season. Uh, there's some interesting stuff from NFL rankings, from quarterbacks to uh, teams, and then, of course, we'll wrap up the show talking about the MLB, NASCAR, and the NBA as they're all still uh, fighting through uh, the coronavirus and uh, starting and restarting and drivers out and drivers back in. We'll, we'll touch on all of that throughout the show. Have a lot of fun. Let's get into it. As you know, if you watch this, if you listen to the show, and if, or if you're new to the show, we kick it off always with Hespin's Headlines, the two biggest stories in the world of sports. Hespin's Headlines, on the mark. Hespin Headline number one, Patrick Mahomes, make money, money, make money, money, money. He got paid. He got paid. Big time. Like, a lot of money. Like, an, an insane amount of money. Like, a 10-year extension worth up to $503 million. In which he can earn guaranteed $477 million in guarantee mechanisms. And then there's other bonuses and things to get up to the 503. But no matter what, he's guaranteed $141.48 million. Woo! The 10-year $503 million extension makes it the first time in NFL in, in sports history. That an NFL player has the richest deal in sports, passing Mike Trout's $426.5 million deal, passing Canelo Alvarez's $365 million fight deal, passing Bryce Harper's $330 million deal, and Giancarlo Stanton's $325 million deal. A half a billion dollars. Now, when the news was breaking, I want to take you through my head and where it was at. When the news was breaking that Patrick Mahomes was going to get a big extension, a 10-year extension, and before we knew it was going to be topped out at $503 million, I said on the air to Sam, my co-host on Kick FM, on Mornings of Market Sam, if it's anything 
$500 million or under, this is a great deal for the Kansas City Chiefs. And honestly, Patrick Mahomes could have asked for more, could have probably got a little more. But I think Patrick Mahomes knows that this is the type of deal where they can work it, they can manipulate it, it guarantees him, his family living in Kansas City, money, I mean, this obviously generational, insane amount of wealth. But also, it, 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 in a way, there are team friend, there's, uh, there's a team friendliness to this. This, this can be work. There can be guarantees. They can move money and manipulate the cap. Because it's spread out over such a long period of time, they can make this work for the cap more than uh, than you, you just immediately think, oh, well, the Kansas City Chiefs got to just sign a bunch of rookies now and they're never going to have players because uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to eat up the cap. Obviously, we know the NFL is the king. We talk about that a lot on this show, right? The NFL is a uh, big man on campus. King in the castle, king in the castle. Well, it also means uh, that the cap's going to be going up. These TV deals are only going up. The NFL's going to, the rich get richer in sports, and the NFL's going to be making more money. Uh, I also think uh, this is the type of deal that on the surface you'd think is bad for NFL teams and good for quarterbacks. I would see talking about, ooh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, he's going to get his piece of the pie. He's going to get, he might get more. Not so fast. Not so fast. Let's take a step back. Let's, let's take a breather. Let's, let's, let's really try to put this into focus. This is actually a win for NFL teams. Here's why. Because Patrick Mahomes is a different level guy. He's special. He's his own unique of special. Here's a guy in his two years of starting, basically was an offsides penalty from D forward away or a coin toss from going to back to two Super Bowls in a row as a starter. Could argue won an MVP, could argue he should have been the MVP again. But they gave it to Lamar. And he had Lamar had an amazing year. But you can argue right there, second, third in MVP voting. And has a Super Bowl win. And that Super Bowl win is the is the big piece de resistance. Because Super Bowls, as we all know, unless you're Tom Brady, are really, really, really hard to win. All-time great quarterbacks. Drew Brees, one Super Bowl win. Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl win. All-time great quarterbacks. It's it, impossible to win. Dan Marino to win a Super Bowl. Brett Favre only won. Peyton Manning, who I'd argue is, to me, the best quarterback to ever play the position when it comes to brain understanding of the game, only had one and really lucked into a second. It's not easy to win Super Bowls. So getting the one early... And already having the one, securing the one before the bag, kind of like Joe Flacco years ago when he had that run before the contract here. Listen, you buy, you win a Super Bowl, I, I'll give you extra money on the back end of a deal because you've already brought a Super Bowl. And that guarantees me fans, that guarantees me TV deals, that guarantees me jersey sales, that guarantees me, the owner and the teams, a lot of money. For the next couple of years. But here's why 
it's not necessarily as good for the players and as bad for the teams as you think. Because Patrick Mahomes is special. Four and one in his first five playoffs with a Super Bowl win. And the only other guy that you would argue is you're a, you know, if you're looking around in the league, a young guy's coming up like, ooh, Lamar Jackson's going to get his, ooh, he's going to make money. He's 0-2 in the playoffs so far. 0-2. And he's in a system that is purely built to have Lamar succeed. And I love Lamar Jackson. I, I think Lamar Jackson should be very good. And I could argue that Lamar Jackson is the only other guy, besides Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson I would give a 10-year deal to right now, even at his age, because I think he protects himself well. I don't know if I'd pay him the money on the 10-year deal that I would give Patrick Mahomes, but I would give him a 10-year deal. Lamar Jackson's the only other person I w- you could even have the argument in the NFL about a 10-year deal. And with Lamar and the Ravens, luckily they'll get this, they need another year. They need another year. And even then, if you think Lamar is just going to make the money Patrick Mahomes is making, no, 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 no. What Patrick Mahomes did by taking 10 years, $503 million, is basically saying to the rest of the league, all right, if you pay someone more than me, you are saying that that quarterback's better than me when we all know... Everyone who watches the NFL knows, we're not stupid, that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. Now, that may change in two years from now, three years from now, four years from now. But if you're signing a guy, Patrick Mahomes has the season he had this past year or the the year prior, anywhere close to that, Chiefs get a one or a two seed, make a deep playoff run. Patrick Mahomes is the reason for it. Maybe even a, a repeat Super Bowl. They're my favorite to win the Super Bowl again. How could you sit there and say any quarterback is better than Patrick Mahomes and therefore would deserve more money than Patrick Mahomes? So while Lamar is going to make some bank and deserves to get paid, I'm not saying don't pay the guy. This is a win for NFL teams. This is a win. Because even the only way Lamar Jackson gets money that's in the 400 or 500 million range is if he leads the, the 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 Ravens to a Super Bowl this year. Otherwise, the Ravens can say, "Hey Lamar, let's we're, we'll give you seven, eight years, three hundred million, three hundred and fifty million, with maybe a hundred and ten, hundred and twenty guaranteed. But the only way you're getting ten years and you're getting half a billion is if you do what that guy does, which is win a Super Bowl." Early and win an MVP early. So Lamar's halfway there. He's got the MVP. But in order for any any player right now, look at look at Baker Mayfield. Look at the other young quarterbacks who are, or, uh, contracts are coming up. Dak Prescott, guy who's playing on a on a uh, uh, the, the franchise tag this year. Any of these guys up and coming. Deshaun Watson. Any of these guys. You want half a billion dollar money? The bar is set. That's what you got to be. You got to be Patrick Mahomes. And I'm sorry. That's a bummer for all the other quarterbacks out there because they're not Patrick Mahomes. They're not. 
It's a, it's a fascinating thing. I, I really don't think you're going to see anyone get close to this kind of money or surpass it for a while, a, a, a long while. Because in order for the agent to actually get his client, Patrick Mahomes' money or more, the precedent has been set. You want half a billion dollars? Win me a Super Bowl, be an MVP, a top a top three MVP candidate every year, throw for 50 touchdowns, and, and, and more importantly, yeah, what did I say? Win me a Super Bowl. That'll give you half a billion dollars. If you're the reason we win a Super Bowl, and we all know we're not stupid, we're, we're NFL fans, we watch the games. He's the reason they win the Super Bowl. So there you go. Uh, those That's my thoughts on, uh, on, on Patrick Mahomes. He's different level. He's different level. Okay, and even if, even if uh, a veteran QB, a, a, an Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl this year, a Russell Wilson, I mean, those guys got their deals already. They're not going to get that. I mean, they might get then a big, you know, Tom Brady esque, high guarantee, short term deals. But no one's getting ten years, half a billion. The only guy who has a chance is Lamar, and he better win a Super Bowl this year if he wants to do it. It's as simple as that. Look, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have said to the rest of the NFL, all right, the only the only way you give a guy 10 years and half a billion is if he wins an MVP, is a play away from the Super Bowl, a coin toss away from the Super Bowl, his first, his first year as a starter, and his second year as a starter, he wins you the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's the only way you're getting it. All right, let's move on. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Notice how I didn't talk about Mitch Trubisky there? I'm very good. You guys know. <laughs> You're all waiting for me to mention Mitch Trubisky's name, and, I, and I'm and i only mentioning it now that we're moving on to a different topic. Got to move on. Clock's ticking. Got to move on to a different topic. All right, college football and the coronavirus. That's the topic. I, I mean, this is, this is something that um, as we all see what's going on in our country right now, again, we're not stupid. We all have eyes and ears. We all watch the news. Coronavirus is is running rampant through this country. Places like Houston and, and Arizona, uh, Texas, Florida, Arizona, are New York of two and a half months ago. It's moving its way through the country. And it's, uh, it, it's something that uh, it doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. And with colleges and schools reopening in five, six weeks from now, Obviously, a lot can change, but the Big Ten announced after uh, well, the first domino was obviously the Ivy League. The Ivy League announced two, three days ago, we are postponing all fall sports. And when Harvard, Yale, Princeton, the smartest guys in the room, the smartest men and women that we have in this great country of ours. When they all look at the writing on the wall and go, you know, uh, probably not smart to be doing sports in the fall because we don't even know if our students are going to be in school in the fall. Yeah. Once that domino goes, <laughs> even everyone else has got to look in the mirror and go, okay, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? If the smartest people in our country and the smartest institutions, the, the people who, their scientists are the ones who are going to cure the coronavirus and get us the vaccine. 
If they're the ones saying, yeah, football in the fall, yeah, not probably a good idea. We're not gonna it's not gonna happen. We're not we're gonna we're gonna avoid it. Well then the other the other colleges, the other leagues, these uh these conferences, they have to they have to respond. And kudos to the Big Ten for being smart and jumping on it, and now the Pac-12. So let, let me give me my thoughts here on this. The Big Ten, by by what the Big Ten and Pac-12 saying, by going to an all-conference schedule, it gives them the out now to eventually ca- cancel football in the fall. I'm not saying they will, because again, six weeks ago, we were doing really well with coronavirus, right? We were flattening the curve. We were in lockdowns. We were doing great. And you know what the states that were open? Florida, Arizona, Texas. And six weeks later, other states like Illinois, who have who were really firm and strong and harsh on our lockdown. Yeah, well, even though our cases maybe are ticking up slightly, we still have a manage it. We're managing it. We're wearing our masks. We're social distancing. We're managing it. Where the states now like Texas and Florida and Arizona. You see Miami-Dade, Miami County, you got Houston going back into stage one lockdowns. So we don't know. We can't sit here and pretend to know. None of us can pretend to know what the world will look like, what the United States, what coronavirus will look like six weeks from now. But by doing this, they're already giving themselves the out and early. And I, I fully expect, and I, I think it's only smart at this point in time, for the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 to follow suit. It only makes sense. Keep it insular. We'll go from there. Keep it local travel like the MLB is trying to do. We'll keep it insular and we'll go from there. Now, one of the reasons, this is from ESPN, Mark Schlaboth and, he- and Heather Dintr- uh, Dinich, uh, writers of ESPN, doing a, a story on the Pac-12 following the Big Ten's decision, say one of the reasons the Pac-12 decided to push back the start of football and go insular to an all-conference schedule is literally right now in Los Angeles, one of the hotbeds of coronavirus, UCLA and USC, two of the big boys in that conference, they can't play. They literally they cannot practice. Their facilities, their stadiums are in the heart of the second largest city in this country that is dealing with a coronavirus outbreak. They can't do it. So how is USC going to be ready to play Bama in Jerry World in August? You can't do it. You can't do it. So... Go insular. I love that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are doing this. Let's look at it. Let's rework our schedule. Yeah, would it be? I mean, we're losing a couple fun games, but let's be honest. The conference schedule is the most important thing anyways. Play these conference games. If you're even allowed to play the games, focus on the conference games. Have some fun with it. What have I been saying with baseball? Get weird with this stuff. If you're going to try to make this happen with the bubble and NBA, There's going to be asterisks next to everything that's happened during this coronavirus pandemic. So there's going to be asterisks, so get weird with it. And in the end, let's look, let's get serious here. Now with Stanford and the money and some of the other things, uh, if you didn't know, I'm going to read this to you. Uh, And this is from uh, 
TMZ. Stanford has had to cancel 11 of their 36 programs. Now, I will note that Stanford has more college sports programs than any other college in the United States. And again, these are the smartest people in our country. This is Stanford. They are they are officially closing, like closing up shop, boarded up. Sorry, if you were a kid here on campus who had a scholarship for these sports, men's and women's fencing, field hockey, lightweight rowing, men's rowing, co-ed, and uh, women's sailing, squash, synchronized swimming, men's volleyball, and wrestling, all cut. All cut. They say this is heartbreaking news to share. But these 11 programs consist of more than 240 incredible student-athletes and 22 dedicated coaches, and they all done, kaput. But here's the problem. Stanford is anticipating a $12 million deficit going into next year. These colleges are businesses. And, and let's be honest. The pressure to play these college football games is going to be massive. It's going to be massive because remember what I said weeks ago on this show? We talked about paying college athletes. When LSU, remember I told you this, the stats from LSU in like 2015 and when they weren't even good, it brought in $40 million plus dollars in revenue. The LSU basketball team brought in like 2 or $3 million. Every other single sport lost money. Massive millions of dollars. Think about it. I got to get the, the the men's water polo team on a plane. We got to have some boosters paying for that to do their 20 water polo matches at Harvard and then at Yale. And then, then they got to fly them and we got to put them in hotels. I mean, this is massive amounts of money. So the pressure to play these college football games is going to be huge. It's going to be massive. And then we got to look in the mirror as human beings and as an adult, as adults in this country. We got to look in the mirror. And you got to say to yourself, if the smartest people in our country, the Ivy League, if they're saying we're not going to risk our student athletes, then the Big Ten, the Pac 12, SEC, they got to look themselves in the mirror. Because I'm sorry, I'll be honest, as devastating as it will be to lose that money and not play college football in the fall, how much more devastating would it be if one of these, even one of these college football players gets sick, ends up on a ventilator, and dies? Think about it. Just think about it. Again, I'm not I'm not telling you what's right or what's wrong. I don't know the answer. I, I don't. So this is a, it's a weird place to be in sports when you don't feel like you know what's right and what's wrong. I know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. We know that. We don't know what the right answer is, but I want to give kudos to the Big Ten and the Pac-12 for at least taking the right steps now in the right direction. If you're going to have a chance to play, it's going to be insular. And this way, if you can't play, you can easily cancel it because you've already canceled the out-of-conference games, and now you're just canceling the games within conference. So there you go. That's Hesman Headlines 1 and 2. I know that was a lot, almost 25 straight minutes. You're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. I am Mark Hesman. We are brought to you by Cunis Country. Stick around when we come back. Some We're going to get into some fun stuff. 
Uh, the NFL standings from the past decade have been compiled. And it's pretty obvious how bad the bad is and how good the good is. We'll talk about all that. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. You're listening to Doug, Jen, and Victoria. Who the hell is Cardi B? <laughs> Sorry, you know who Cardi B is? Really? No, I hear about her all the time. It's not like I'm like vacant to her name. I hear that she wants to do the State of the Union redress rebuttal. Like, I hear all that. I couldn't tell you <laughs> what song she sings. You know, your grandmother used to say, turn that trash off. That's what you feel like. And it happened to me at 40 years old. So there you go. Cardi B. Wow. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Happy Valentine's Day. Where are the Spice Girls? For more DJV, get the podcast at djvshow.com. Stefan, seven days a week on KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Flattening the curve, social distancing, projections, protections. Now more than ever, CBS News Radio, right here every hour at the top of the hour. We are Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On the Mark is brought to you by the great people at Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. They are your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the Village Inn. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. CunisQuincy.com. Tell them Mark sent you. Great day to buy a car. It's gorgeous out here in downtown Hannibal this morning. Hopefully it's gorgeous wherever you may be listening. All right. So um, someone compiled the NFL standings. Over the past 10 years, so the, the decade of the teens, from you know 2010 to 2019. And they compiled all the, <laughs> they compiled all the standings, you know, and 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 made it and, and, and listed it all out. And there's some things you'd expect. The Patriots were really good. Over the past decade, the Patriots were 125 and 35. So basically the Patriots averaged 12 wins a year, right? So you see, you know, you're expecting that. And it, but what really caught my eye, and I, I'll be I'll be really brutally honest with you, what really really caught my eye is teams that we consider bad, right? What are some of the teams off the top of your head we just consider are not good NFL franchise? Maybe they're poorly run, bad owners, never really consistent winners, right? Like you know the Jets, the Dolphins have been bad. The Bengals, the Jags, Raiders. Oh, definitely, you know, the Bucks recently, the Lions, the Redskins, right? Well, I mean, you'd figure they're all at the bottom, and they are. You know, the Jets only won 68 games. They were 68 and 92. Washington was 62 and 97. You know, the Raiders were 63 and 97 over the last decade. Just not good. The Bucks, 59 and 101, just terrible over the past decade. And the Jaguars, listen, 51 wins over the past decade. That's pathetic. Five wins a, a, a season. Pathetic, Jaguars. <laughs> There's a whole other level of so pathetic. And the Browns are a whole other level of pathetic. The Browns won 42 games over the past decade. That's it, 42 games. They basically were a four-win team every year. Think about how pathetic that is. 
The next closest were the Jags. And the Jags were even a, a win better, a 5-11. and 11. Think about that, 5-11. and 11. You can sell 5-11. You know, we're only a, a piece or two away. Maybe get the right quarterback. 5-11-4. It's a big difference. Being a five-win team and a four-win team. And even then, a team like the Lions, who were like, oh, the Lions are garbage. They haven't won a division. They're bad. The Lions won 30 more games than the Browns. I mean, you're talking, talking about a different level of bad. Of just bad. The Cleveland Browns. The other thing that I would say when I when I look at this, uh, the overall standings of NFL teams over the past decade, there's some things that, you know, that, that make sense, right? The Colts and the Texans are basically the same. They are 82 and 78. And you think about that, you're like, yeah, I mean, well, the Colts won a, lot, a good amount of divisions there. I mean, the end of the Peyton Manning, and then they, they were bad, and then they and then they won with Andrew Luck, but then they, they've been had a couple bad years with Andrew Luck where he was injured, and now they're trying to rebuild. And the Colts were bad there with Brock Osweiler and and, and, and you know and, and, and Case Keenum, but then they got really good with Sean Watson. They've won some divisions. They're like the same team. And same with the Steelers and Ravens. The Steelers have the Ravens beat by only four games, 102 to 98 wins. But you think about it, it's the same. Like the Ravens were, well, the Steelers were really good at the start of the decade with Big Ben. They won the Super Bowl. And then the Ravens, Joe Flacco got really hot. And, and then they weren't so good. And the Steelers were good again with the Killer Bees, with Bell and Brown and Big Ben. And then the Steelers taking a step back, and the Ravens got really good with Lamar Jackson. Kind of the same team. And then the Eagles and the Cowboys, same thing. 87 wins for the Eagles, 86 wins for the Cowboys. And there's that steps. And then there's the divisions like, you know, it makes sense. Like the Packers. They got almost 20 more wins than the Vikings and 25 more wins than the Bears. And they kind of dominate that division. The Saints. They got 11 more wins than the Falcons. Almost 22 more wins than the Panthers. So they, they make sense. They dominate that division. Same with the Seahawks. Over the past decade, Russell Wilson kind of dominated the division. Win the Super Bowl. 20 more wins than the Niners, 25 more wins than the Cardinals. And then the Chiefs, thir- you know, 13 more wins. No, so about 10 more wins than the, than the Broncos, 20 more wins than the Chargers. They kind of dominate division over the past over the past decade. But I just, when you, when you think about mediocrity in the NFL, and I'm serious, and there's a lot of bad. There is a lot of bad. I mean, the Jaguars over the past decade, bad. The, the Bucks bad. Lions, bad. The Jets, bad. The Dolphins, bad. But the Browns are hysterical. As good as, I mean, we honestly, you have to think about the past decade of football. As great as the Patriots were, the Browns were just as great at being awful. <laughs> 42 wins in a decade. I mean, it's painful being a Bears fan. But, man, am I glad I'm not a Browns fan. All right, uh, that's just, you know, lighten up the mood. It was just too funny. When I saw that, I had to share. It's important to remember that there is a lot of excellent in the NFL. There's a lot of, I mean, different level of bad, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, coming on up, uh, what is going on? Uh, these whole top 10 rankings, ESPN interviewed 50 uh, NFL GM scout, like, and, and they, the rankings on this stuff is just weird. We're going to get into some of this. Stick around. We are uh, live and local on KHMO. It's on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO, brought to you by Cunis Country. 
You're listening to Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I haven't worn a dress for a while. Maybe you ladies appreciate this little household tip. Pin a small safety pin to the seam of your slip, and you won't have any clingy skirt or dress. Well, it's been a Same while thing. since any of us have worn a slip, probably. A slip? What are we, 1965? <laughs> Where'd you get this email? <laughs> people, people don't They're use Spanx wear now, Doug. We wear Spanx. What's a Spanx? Spanx oh, are boy. like, they suck everything in. They're like a modern-day girdle. Okay. Surprise when you take them so off. Much my <laughs> this is the DJB Show. Seven days a week on KHMO. You've got a light. Under partly cloudy skies, winds out of the west, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Chance for scattered storms, tonight 69, partly cloudy skies. A mix of clouds and sun, tomorrow highs around 86. Mainly sunny skies and calm, Monday, with highs in the upper 80s. Chance for scattered thunderstorms, Tuesday, right now 82. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app broadcasting live from the KHMO studios here in America's hometown, beautiful downtown Hannibal, Missouri. And On the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. Over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, I'm not lying to you. You'd be doing yourself a massive disservice if you don't. Go over to Cunis Country at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, right across from the Village Inn. And check them out. Or just go to CunisQuincy.com. CunisQuincy.com. Tell them that Mark sent you. Uh, enjoy it. A perfect day to go buy a new car. Uh, all right. So, you know, during this coronavirus, uh, the pandemic, one of the things in order to keep sports talk alive and keep people entertained is doing a lot of these lists, right? We got the lists and the compiling and the fun. And then you could debate about it. You can argue about it. You could talk about it. Well, this is a whole another kind of list. Because uh, ESPN, a couple days ago, came out and said that they anonymously polled 50 NFL personnel. So these are GMs, scouts, people in the league making decisions, possibly working for your franchise or the franchise I root for. These are people who, who we trust to do what's best for our franchises. And they ranked, so they every one of them ranked like, all right, rank the starting quarterbacks, 1 through 33, 1 through 32. Rank the starting running backs, 1 through 32. So then they get all the rankings back. ESPN got all the anonymous rankings back. And then they do averages, right? So you say, all right, well, average this person, blah, 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 blah. Gotcha. So they come out then with the average and say, okay, but this is the idea then. These are what the NFL people think are the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now. Obviously, no argument, and they nailed it one and two. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Russell Wilson. You have zero argument from me there. Absolutely perfect. Here's what I find interesting. I am at the point right now, if you're talking about going into next season for just one year, three through nine, basically, it's a kind of a toss-up. Really, three, all right, three through eight, kind of a toss up. Uh, and let me explain. First off, A, they have Dak Prescott at number nine. I would move back uh, Dak Prescott. I would put in Big Ben Roethlisberger at nine. It's an easy switch. The other names in the list I agree with, but I would flip Dak and Big Ben. So they have Patrick Mahomes one, Russell Wilson two, Aaron Rodgers three, Deshaun Watson four, Drew Brees five, Lamar Jackson six, little disrespect there, Tom Brady seven, Carson Wentz eight. Dak 9, mine would be Roethlisberger, Matthew Stafford 10. I agree with that. So I would argue 
at this point in time, between a lot of these very young guys and these crafty old veterans in positions three through eight, I don't really care. Have Roethlisberger nine, have Stafford 10, Patrick one, Russell two, doesn't really matter. You could tell me that Aaron Rodgers is three. I'd agree with that. You could tell me Deshaun Watson is three. I'd agree with that. You could tell me Drew Brees is three. I'd agree with that. I probably wouldn't, but you could maybe convince me. Lamar Jackson, you could argue, is the third best quarterback. I would totally agree with you there. That's fine. I could go with that. You could even make the argument, in my opinion, that Tom Brady is still the third best quarterback in this league, especially going into next year with the weapons he has and the system and his health. Yeah, yeah, I could make that argument. You could convince me. I wouldn't, but you could convince me. And you could convince me that Carson Wentz is the third best quarterback in the league. You could. And I find it very interesting that we're at this point uh, in the saturation of quarterbacks in this weird, weird time. We have a bunch of really young guys who still kind of got to prove it. I got to see more from Lamar. I got to see more from Baker. Uh, I got to see more success uh, in the playoffs from Deshaun Watson, consistency and staying healthy from Deshaun Watson. I got to see Carson Wentz stay healthy and complete a playoff run and, uh, and, and with a healthy Eagles team. Uh, you have a lot of this, you know, kind of in the middle there. And then you have these guys, especially since Andrew Luck retired, with the two middle-aged guys who are first ballot Hall of Famers who are still in the prime with, Mah- uh, excuse me, with Russell and Aaron. And then you have the two really old guys but are still performing at such a high level, Drew Brees and Tom. Now, I'd argue that Ben belongs in the really old guys but we, and, and performing at a high level I just don't know Ben's health coming off the very serious elbow injury. And Stafford and Matt Ryan and Dak Prescott, to me, are in that middle category where they're not young, they're not the old, and they're not the first ballot Hall of Famers. But they're really good. Kirk Cousins as well. Very talented, can win a lot of games, and with the right help, the right system, could I could easily see winning a Super Bowl. Uh, but I would argue three through eight, it, it's, it's too close to call. It's too hard. If you had to force me, I would probably put Lamar three. I think you win an MVP in what he's doing right now, and I think he's going to keep growing. I don't think he's going to get worse. <laughs> I worry he could get injured. I worry that the team uh, will ask him to do too much, but I don't think he's going to get worse. And then I'd probably put Watson four. Four, uh, Wentz five. I like Brady over Breeze, and then you know, so Brady Breeze, then Big Ben, then Matt. If I had to, if I had to do it, but again, you can argue either way for me. Three through eight, it's too close. And there's these weird stages. We have a lot of guys in different stages, and then you have the really, really young guys, the the Daniel Jones, the Kyler Murray. Uh, these guys that we just don't, we have no idea. Uh, we, I like i like where they're at. I like their potential. Um, and I would argue Goff is more, uh, <laughs> there's so many, each each one is fascinating. This, you can make these weird arguments, right? He's in like the Jimmy Garoppolo, like good enough to get to a Super Bowl. But is he elite enough to be in my top 10? Uh, I don't know. I like the talent of these guys more right now going into next year, but he's right there. I'd have Goff above Dak. I'd have golf above Jimmy G. He might be 11 for me. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of good quarterbacks in the league right now. A lot of good quarterback play. Uh, and I do think one and two are separated. And I, and I think uh, three through eight, 
a lot of great guys, a lot of guys I'd want on my Bears team, uh, but I, it you know, can convince me either way uh, that they deserve to be the third best quarterback in the league right now. Aaron, Aaron probably deserves to be top five, maybe six, seven. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's just fascinating. It's fun, uh, and and it just makes you wonder who, which one of where did where did my guy, where did Ryan Pace rank these people? I really hope he wasn't the guy who ranked Patrick Mahomes four. Yeah, because someone ranked Patrick Mahomes as the fourth best quarterback. That also came out in this. Someone did. Okay, okay. And he has a job with an NFL team. It's probably the Browns. <laughs> All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to wrap up with some quick stories. MLB, important dates to keep our eye on. Uh, some testing concerns. Big players not playing. NASCAR, big week ahead. Uh, and some fun stuff coming out of the NBA bubble. You're listening to On the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country. You've got a lot of... The most dangerous day for a newborn is her first day of life. She's at risk from infections, pneumonia, malnutrition. Every 31 seconds, another infant is lost. Another family's hope for their baby's future is crushed. The most heartbreaking part, these deaths are preventable. For more than 60 years, Project Hope has worked to make lifelong health care available to the world's most vulnerable people. Right now, Project Hope is training healthcare workers to care for infants during those fragile first moments of life. Project Hope is ensuring communities have the medicines and supplies they need to prevent deadly disease, giving precious newborns a healthy start. Wherever they are, everyone deserves hope. Make sure her first day of life is not her last. To volunteer or learn more about Project Hope's life-saving work, visit projecthope.org slash newborns. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference in a disaster. When disaster strikes, you want to protect your whole family, including your pets. To help keep your family safe and help our best friends in their worst times, find tips at AmericanHumane.org. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Country and their complimentary powertrain lifetime warranty, Cunis Country, Faith family giving back that's cunis country cunisquincy.com tell them that mark sent you follow me on twitter on instagram at mark hespen m-a-r-k-h-e-s-p-e-n and uh and uh also follow on the mark on uh, facebook we'll keep you up to date with everything we're talking about throughout the week uh i want to say uh, first off thanks everyone for tuning in it's been a fun show so far uh we talked patrick mahomes we talked uh very candidly about college football and where it's at some fun stuff with some weird NFL rankings and lists. And uh, I'm going to wrap up with a couple quick stories. Just want to say uh, everyone hopefully has a safe, fun weekend. I'm about to have a lot of fun. My best friend's coming in town. I'm going to get a haircut. I can have a good time and uh, be see me out and about. Say hi. Don't be afraid. And you can always yell at me about what you, my thoughts on sports. That's fine with me. <laughs> so let's get into it. That's what Twitter's for. At Mark Aspen. All right. Um, MLB announced some important dates this week. And, uh, and, I, and I'm really... As weird as this MLB season is going to be, if it really gets going and happens, because uh, obviously it's concerning news with the 58 players testing positive during that first 
uh, intake rounds from the MLB as they all were reporting back. That's a lot. Of, that's a that is a chunk of players. Um, and then obviously the news that uh, Buster Posey's going to be out, the Giants uh, star catcher, uh, the White uh, Sox right hand pitcher. They were really excited to get back for this season. Kopech. Uh, I think he's kind of smart. You know, he's coming off the Tommy John. It's this is going to be a sprint. The White Sox aren't winning anything this year, anyways. But it sucks. It's a long time he's going without play baseball. He's out. So more and more big names continue to uh, sit out of the MLB. But there are some important dates. Obviously, July 23rd, opening day, and 24th. That's kind of your big two. The two games on the 23rd and then the full slate on the 24th. The Field of Dreams between the Sox and the Cardinals is happening August 13th. Um, they are honoring the Negro Leagues. They are still doing that, and I love that they're going to get that in August 16th. Uh, August 28th, they will be doing Jackie Robinson Day, which... Thank goodness they're still getting that in. I love that the MLB is finding ways to make sure they get that in. They're going to get in Roberto Clemente Day on September 9th. And then September 27th, the final day of the regular season. Think about that. Think about that. That is is going to be so much fun. Talk about a sprint. Talk about a just all-out go, 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 go. I can't wait for it. Uh, And it's very exciting. And uh, we'll be talking more baseball I'll get you some Cardinals insider stuff, Cubs insider stuff uh, here in the next couple weeks as we get baseball going. Rizzo out with a little injury right now. Not great. Don't love to see that. Love to put a C on that man's chest. Uh, NASCAR, big week for NASCAR uh, as they are um, uh, this week at Kentucky on Sunday. Uh, That's going to be at 1.30 on FS1. Excited for that. Jimmy Johnson's back. I want to say this. Jimmy Johnson, I think he has a right to be frustrated and confused as all Americans do. You know, he had to sit out the first race of his life in in the Cup Series last week for a positive COVID-19 test. He kept saying, like, I feel 100%. Three days later, he gets tested again. It's a negative test. He's back in the car. He's frustrated. He's just excited to be ready to go. And I think this is, again, what is uh, driving a lot of people uh, nuts about this virus is we just don't understand it 100%. It's scary. It's killing people. And... Um, and uh, it's affecting everyone at every age in very different ways. And so uh, it's good to have Jimmy back. Excited for that because then he'll be able to also go in the all-star race. So by the time we talk again next week, next Saturday, we'll have had the race on Sunday and the all-star race. Uh, that'll be Wednesday night, 730 on FS1. That's at Bristol. Um, so big, big races. And then finally, the NBA bubble stuff. You know, I follow a lot of these guys on social media. Some of them complaining, moaning. I love what John Morant said. Uh, the rookies, like you know, I'm not a, I'm not a fancy guy. It's a great, it's a nice hotel, it's nice food. Where I'm here to ball. Let's have some fun. You know, it's a little like, uh, it's a little, you know, hey, watch what you're saying there. As your your millionaires complaining about being in a resort and like, oh, look at my, but this salad isn't up to par. It's kind of like, all right, got you know how many millions of people still unemployed and looking for work and a little watch yourself, but there's a lot of fun content already coming out of it as well. I I can't wait to really get the NBA going again. Uh, I I look forward to that honestly more than uh, baseball because you know, I'm an NBA guy. I'm an NBA guy. All right. That's going to pretty much wrap it up for us here on the mark. 